Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very happy to have you here. And wow, October already in the can. Uh, A very busy uh, November coming ahead. We have the christening of Carnival Vista in New York City in a couple of weeks. We also have the christening of Royal Caribbean's newest and largest ship, Harmony of the Seas. That'll be happening uh, when November 10th, I believe, down in Fort Lauderdale. Also, Oasis of the Seas moves to Port Canaveral. So uh, a lot of big things happening in November in the cruise world. Sherry Kennedy has cruise news. She's hanging on the line right now. Also, later on in the show, we'll get a review of Norwegian Sky. A couple of housekeeping things before we get to Sherry Cruise Radio News. It's our Facebook group. Come uh, search us out, find us, and talk some cruise chat with us. Also, River Cruise Radio. We launched a river cruise show. If you're interested or maybe even considered taking a river cruise, you'll want to check out River Cruise Radio, available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio Network. Tune in. Basically, any place you listen to cruise radio, you can hear River Cruise Radio or check out rivercruiseradio.net. All right, Sherry, let's talk some cruise news. What's going on? Well, there's a lot happening this week. First of all, the Carnival Fantasy will be docking in Mobile, Alabama on November 9th, and the city had to spend four million dollars just to get everything ready and apparently there hasn't been a ship there since 2012 so consequently you know the new tsa requirements it included some new security and baggage checking equipment and they just had to get it all ready to meet the today's standards and next week a canadian cruise ship is going to stop in mobile but they're not going to use the new still unfinished terminal they're going to be into the old one that's going to kick into gear so Aside from that, I think we better stop here, Doug, because I'm rambling into the Carnival fantasy too much. No, no, you're not at all, because I I think that it's cool that Carnival is keeping these fantasy-class ships. Of course, Carnival Fantasy, the flagship of the fantasy-class ships, and they're keeping these ships around a lot longer than we've seen in the past. Well, it's great. You know, it it reminds me of going back to shifting gears slightly to uh, Royal Caribbean and the old Sovereign of the Seas. Um, you know, from Miami, he came up to here in Port Canaveral, and everybody loved the Sovereign. As, as beat up and old as it was, it was it was just something special about it. And I think that holds over or carries over to a lot of the original class ships, like the Fantasy class. People just, you know, I think after a while, they just absorb the, the, the happiness and the cruise fever that everybody has. And, and they become just an iconic ship. So the Royal Princess, which came out a couple of years ago from Princess Cruises, just had some whole artwork done. Uh, how different uh, is this artwork compared to uh, whatever? <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's not easy to say either. But, uh, it, you know, for us old timers, um, when we remember the original Pacific Princess from Love Boat, mm-hmm. they've taken the logo with the swirly hair on the on the front of the um, – Ship's Maiden, if you want to call it that, and put that back on the hull of the Royal Princess. So for me, I think that was a great movie. Everybody is looking in the past. You know, we still love our old TV shows. And and as we were just saying about the old iconic ships. So I think putting the um, 
the new hall art on the Royal Princess. It's what is old is new again, basically, is how you can sum it up. But it did make its debut in Fort Lauderdale on October 22nd. Now, do you think this new hull art that the ship has makes it look anything like a Norwegian cruise ship? Well, it is in, in the sense that it has hull art. But, you know, Norwegian uses famous artists, Peter Max and, and a few others, whereas this is their original logo from Princess gotcha. going back to the 70s. So I think, you know, while it's hull art, it is iconic. And, and like I said, what's old is new again. So it's a little bit different, in Re- my opinion. Regardless, it must be hard to paint that thing. <laughs> a few paintbrushes, I yeah, think, and a few a ladders. Guy on the ladder. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> or cherry picker. Uh, so Disney Cruise Line released some new schedules, which includes a new port of call. What are we going to see here? Well, they're going to go to Bonaire in the Dutch, yeah, in the Dutch Caribbean for the it. first time. Now, you know, keep in mind, this is a one-off cruise. It's only going to do it one time, which is kind of disappointing. And it will be on a round-trip cruise from San Juan aboard the Disney Wonder. Um, In addition to Bonaire for that one-time visit, it's going to also visit the other two islands in the ABC chain, Aruba and Curaçao, plus St. Lucia, Martinique, Antigua, and St. Kitts. Uh, The new voyages from San Juan will begin January 24th, and there's three of those. But also, you're seeing some new ships uh, closer to you, too. Yeah, Port Canaveral is going to have three ships in port, and they're going to be sailing three, four, and seven-night cruises. And each sailing will include a day at their private island, Castaway Key. So, you know, if someone wants to go on a seven-night and think they're not going to get to the private island, they will get there, which is really nice. And last but not least, Fathom, which is Carnival Corporation's uh, impact line, who does some work over in the Dominican Republic. Uh, Just how much have they accomplished over the past six months over there in the DR? Well, it's interesting. They've only had 13 sailings. They alternate between the Dominican Republic and Cuba. But they have several bullet points that they've issued of citing their accomplishments, which is, you know, it's pretty hefty. Um, For example, English conversation and learning they have provided about seven, over 17,000 hours of English interaction with the people that live there trying to help them learn to speak English. And then with water filtration, they have installed 730 water filters for reforestation and nursery. They have planted over 16,000 seedlings and plants. The concrete floors, this is a great one. I like this. They put concrete floors in over 40 community homes, nice. which, you know, if you've been walking on a dirt floor, mm-hmm. that is a, that's quite an accomplishment. There's also a woman's cooperative there, and they make chocolate candy bars, if you want to call it that. And the travelers from Fathom have cleaned over 3,700 pounds of cacao nibs which translates to 109,000 finished chocolate bars. We always like to get your listener questions here on the show. If you have one you'd like to ask, shoot me an email, Doug, at cruiseradio.net. Share your questions for you this week. It says, if we take advantage of a future cruise credit on a current sailing, will my travel agent still get credit for it? She has been working very hard for me, and I hate to rob her of a cruise booking. Well, you know, this is one of the things that I was telling you earlier. I would get out on a soapbox to (laughs) tell people, you need if you once you take a cruise, you know, you're going to go back again. Right. I mean, what are the odds you're not going to book it? Book your next cruise while you are on a cruise. You will get either onboard credits with Norwegian. Sometimes they'll take uh, dollars off of your current onboard account. I mean, the 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 amenities that you get are 
definitely worth it. And you don't have to pick a date or a ship or anything like that. So will your travel agent get credit for it? This is where it gets a little sticky. For example, on Cunard, they work so hard to make sure that your travel agent gets credit for the booking. And Holland America is very good about it. Princess is good about it. It really depends who's working the future cruise uh, booking desk aboard the ship because, see, they get credit for a booking as well. They're like a travel agent that travels with, with the ship. So you want to make sure that when you do your future cruise booking on the ship that you specify you want it to go to the travel agent who booked this cruise. And then they need to do that. And they should give you a, a confirmation and it should have your travel agent's name and phone number on that uh, invoice that they hand to you. But and, and double check it, too, to make sure that you do get the amenities that they tell you you will get if you book on board. Sherry Laskin, that's why you are the Cruise Maven, found at <laughs> cruisemaven.com. Sherry, thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Doug. See you next time. You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling? Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Have a question for the experts or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. Alexandra just returned from a four-night Bahamas cruise aboard Norwegian Cruise Line's Norwegian Sky out of Miami, and she joins us on the line. How's it going, Alexandra? It's going fantastic. Let's talk about uh, Norwegian Sky, and before we get to the actual ship itself, let's take a step Mm -hmm. back and give me some pre-cruise thoughts. What made you want to sail this four-night sailing? There was a school reunion uh, from the the high school I went to, and uh, every year everybody gets together, and this year they decided they wanted to do a cruise, and so um, it was four nights. We found out the Norwegian Sky was doing open bar throughout the whole ship. Mm -hmm. That was a bonus, (laughs) and so, uh, and yeah, it it just seemed like a, a good fit, and the price was right as well, so yeah, decided to do it. Yeah, so you get down to Port Miami. How was embarkation Mm -hmm. for you? Embarkation was actually, it was, uh, we went through security. That took about 15 minutes. We got to the terminal, and we were group four. A couple of our, part of our group were actually group one, so the folks in uh, the terminal let us join them. And unfortunately, for some reason, I don't know why, but boarding was supposed to start at 1130, 
and we ended up waiting until 12.30 before hmm. they let us board. But once we were on board, it was go, 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 go. And they opened up the rooms about 1.32. We hit the buffet once we got there. The bags were in our room by 4, and it was just it was awesome. You know, it, like I said, it was an open bar, so as soon as you <laughs> got on the ship, you know, you just grabbed a drink. There was no handing over your card, no signing slips. It was just, what do you want? That's awesome. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Well, let's talk about your first impressions of uh, Norwegian Sky. Well, I've only cruised previously one time, and that was on the Carnival Fantasy. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, they're kind of similar in size. And it, the funny thing was the Fantasy was in port the same day that the the sky was, so we got we got to see them, and that was kind of cool yeah. uh, together. And the layout, and this was 2010 when we cruised on the on the Fantasy. The layout is kind of similar, so it felt like we were already familiar with the ship. However, Norwegians' uh, color decor was a lot more pleasant to the eyes, <laughs> <laughs> and nothing against Carnival, but it was actually more. Subdue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Basically, it didn't look but like a box a of crayons tip. threw up in the atrium. <laughs> <laughs> the atrium was actually, the atrium was smaller than I, I, I expected it to be. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wasn't expecting like a huge atrium like in, you know, the mega ships, but it was a lot smaller than I expected it to be, but it wasn't um, off-putting at all. It was actually, and there wasn't a lot of traffic considering mm-hmm. I think we did have a full ship, but it it wasn't crowded, except for at the elevators. And I don't understand why people couldn't take the stairs when they were only going up or down one flight. Thank they you. Thank you elevators. for saying that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that was me last week, every day, thinking, why did you take the elevator for one flight? Why? Now, perfectly healthy. That was the rule that we had for ourselves. If we're going to go up and down one or two flights of steps, we're going to take the stairs. Yeah. Do not take up the elevators unless, you know... You're incapacitated right. or something. Yeah. <laughs> or had too much of the bar or whatever. Right. Yeah. So you, you make your way to your stateroom. Uh, what were your impressions of the stateroom? And what, did you, what kind of stateroom did you have? We booked an ocean view. Mm-hmm. Um, we had four of us. It was uh, my husband and my two kids, not, uh, ages nine and four. They had the pull-down bunks, mm-hmm. and that was fine. And they actually had the two beds separated on the floor. And my husband and I were like, well, shoot, should, should we ask our steward to put them together? But then we decided, you know what, we're going to do like Ozzy and Harriet for the week. It's not going <laughs> to kill us. <laughs> and we actually had a little bit more room. The room itself was nice. However, it was just lacking just a tad in, with storage. So we had to put, I kept a lot of my stuff in the suitcases and just stuck it underneath the uh, the bed and we made it work. Cool. Uh, uh, let's, talk yeah. about, let's talk about dining aboard Norwegian Sky. Of course, mm-hmm. freestyle, freestyle cruising, do what you want, when you want. What do you think about the dining on board? I love that concept. And mm-hmm. I think that was another reason why we were excited about booking with Norwegian, um, just because it was freestyle and not having any formal nights was also a big bonus. Yes. That was less that we had to pack. However, we did pack, you know, some nicer things um, because we did want to get dressed up. Because it was a group cruise, we qualified for the uh, specialty dining package. Mm-hmm. So we took full advantage of that. We ate at, what is it, El Adagio the first night, Cagney's the second night, and the third night we ate at Le Bistro. Mm-hmm. 
and our fourth night we ate at Crossings. Oh, wow. And actually, every night was just awesome at Cagney's. My husband got the, what was it, the 29-ounce tomahawk yeah. steak. Love it. Yeah. And he was like, when, we were, when he was uh, looking over the menu, he's like, do you think I should get it? I said, <laughs> you know, you're never going to order this anywhere else. Right. <laughs> and not have to worry about the cost, mm-hmm. you know, because it was, all, it was all included. And so he was like, yeah, you're right. And he finished it like a champ. I think they should have, like, bronzed that bone and, like, <laughs> made a trophy out of it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was. And we, my husband, we don't ever eat out for steaks or whatever because he makes really good steaks at home. But I have to say Cagney's was absolutely phenomenal. It was amazing. I, I had a bison steak myself. But, oh, my gosh, it was just absolutely amazing. Definitely hands down. I thought, I thought just listening to your previous episodes and people talking about Cagney's, I thought it was just a little overblown mm-hmm. until I had it. And I was just like, yeah. okay, I'm a believer. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, they did amazing. The staff in each of the restaurants were just would bend over backwards to make sure that you were happy and or your whole experience was just phenomenal. Let's talk about entertainment aboard Norwegian Sky on this four-night mm-hmm. show. And, of course, uh, sounds like entertainment was a plenty with it being a class reunion and an open bar. But uh, how was the other <laughs> entertainment for you? You know what? Outside of bingo, we really, you know, we were, it was just four days and nights of just catching up with everybody mm-hmm. and just hanging out in the lounges or on the deck, you know, just catching up with everybody. So I think our main thing was to get to the bingo. (laughs) (laughs) We felt like old fuddy-duddies, but, you know, we were just like, we got to win bingo, and nobody won, but we still all had a great time. So, But we didn't take part in any of the... um, any of the entertainment, because I was just wanting to catch up with all of my my old classmates and all. Fair enough. Now, with this four-night sailing, uh, do you have any sea days, or is it going from port to port? It goes from port to port. We hit Freeport, Nassau, and Great Stirrup K. And how was the general flow of the ship, um, since you weren't really having any sea days, as far as getting around from one venue to another or by the pool? uh, Was there a lot of space? Was there plenty of space? Was it crowded? How was that like? You know what? Um... I was really surprised it really wasn't terribly crowded. I mean, by the pool, we, we actually stayed on board at Freeport because we'd already been there previously and mm-hmm. just weren't <laughs> terribly yeah. impressed with it. <laughs> and it really, and a lot of people did, it really wasn't terribly crowded. And even when everybody was back on board, it wasn't ridiculous. You didn't, and I get claustrophobic pretty easily, and I just didn't feel that. And cool. so, yeah, it was the float was amazing just for the the, the the size of the ship. I was quite surprised and pleased. So you uh, you said you went to Freeport, Nassau, and Great Stirrup K. Uh, what were your impressions yes. of Great Stirrup K? Loved it, absolutely loved it. I have to say, we all went in and got three large cabanas, and it was probably the best money we spent. And it was amazing. Uh, I don't know if you've used the cabanas at Great Stirrup K, but um, one downside to it mm-hmm. was just that it was a little bit away from the beach, but I mean, not terribly so. Some people, I've heard some people complain that you had to walk over rocks to get to the beach, but it really wasn't, it wasn't a negative to us. And it was nice to have a private area to just sit down, relax. You had your chairs, uh, you had um, food already set up, there was water, towels, the cabana attendant would come by and ask you if you needed anything else. It was actually a short walk over to the um, 
to the buffet line, which is actually really good as well. Cool. But Great Syrup K was awesome, 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 awesome. So you make your way back to Port Miami. How was disembarkation mm-hmm. for you? We did. Um, we laid our bags out the night before because we were going to leave. Uh, we came back on a Friday, and so we were going to leave Miami on Saturday. So there was no rush for us to to leave the ship. But somehow, I don't know what the reason was, but there was a delay getting off the ship. Mm-hmm. So I think it pushed everybody back about an hour, hour and a half. And just leaving, there was still a bit of a delay even going through the terminal. And I don't know why, but it wasn't a big deal to us because we weren't really in a rush. And I yeah. feel badly for the people that were, you know, maybe had to catch flights mm-hmm. home that day. So... Probably that same delay that happened when you were boarding. <laughs> yeah, possibly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, it was it was just an awesome sailing. Very cool. Uh, any first time tips to offer for people who may be considering sailing Norwegian Sky? Don't be afraid of it being a booze cruise. I hear that all the time. At least in my experience, it wasn't a booze cruise. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get the specialty dining package. We were actually happy if we didn't have it. But honestly, it really made the cruise that much more special. And if you can, do book a cabana, even if it's a small one or a large one on Great Syrup K. It was well worth it. Just well worth it. Very cool. You have to fight over the the chairs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's always a good one there. Uh, Looking back on your cruise, what was your biggest highlight? Obviously, getting uh, together with my friends Mm -hmm. and checking out the ship. And trying a cruise again, it was just, it was really just a fun time. And just the, uh, I wish it was just a couple more, a couple more days. Mm-hmm, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> we weren't ready to go back and it was, it was just great. And I think the, the open bar itself, they actually had more on their, on their included list than we expected. The beer on, on draft, for instance, they had Newcastle, Dos Equis, Heineken, Amstel, and Stella. Oh. I was really surprised they had all those on draft because we saw a lot of people walking around with Coronas and Buds, and I'm like, you have decent beers on draft. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you walking around with that? <laughs> and I would also not get the pre-made specials. Yeah. Yeah, because they were just they were just watered down. And I'm not a heavy drinker by you know, by any means, but I thought I was like, "Oh my goodness, um I'm re- I'm either not feeling it or my tolerance is still like it was when I was 20 years old." <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay, just give me, you know, and then I would just ask for my drinks, like, yeah. you know, gin and tonics or whatever." Then I was like, "Okay, that's better." Because it's all included. All right. Well, in closing, what are your final (laughs) thoughts of Norwegian Sky? Do it. Even if it's a three or four day, just Mm -hmm. do it. It it was a lot of fun. For a short getaway. It was a lot of fun. Short and sweet. We've been talking with Alexandra from Maine. She just returned from a four-night sailing aboard Norwegian Sky out of Port Miami. Alexandra, thanks so much for being on the show, my dear, and sharing your review with us. Thank you, Doug. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. 
How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.